0: Kia ora koutou kou, Victoria McLennan toko ingoa. Welcome to Bridging the Gap, a podcast that celebrates diversity here in Aotearoa, New Zealand's digital technology industry. I'm the CEO of IT Professionals, Te Hangarau Nayo. From developers to programmers, product managers to designers, this field is filled with a wide range of individuals who bring unique perspectives and skills to their mahi. Join us as we delve into the stories and experiences of those who strive to bridge the gap and foster a more inclusive and thriving digital technology community here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. This week, I'm joined by the fabulous Selva, who I've known for quite a long time. So I think we're going to have quite a bit of fun with this. Kia Salva. Selva.
1: Kia ora, Victoria. Thank you for having me in this podcast. Yeah, um, I've known, known you for a long time and I'm pretty sure that this is going to be like fun to share about uh what I've done in my story with folks so yeah looking forward to it
0: awesome well how about we start with you sharing um what you do do with our listeners your elevator pitch or however you describe what you do at the moment
1: um yeah uh so I I do do multiple things um but at this moment, like, you know, my focus, uh, or like the attention that I have is towards the job I do with MYOB, uh, an australia New Zealand-based uh, um, SaaS company. Uh, and I do um, uh, work as a social and community support manager in their digital experience team Um, but other than that I also run a small consultancy called community simplified which is helping um, industries and businesses to um, build communities um, so that they can grow their tribe Um, so yeah I I come from a really really small tiny town in India um, and um, it's been an amazing journey so far so I'm happy to share about like my learnings and experience so far with all of the here today.
0: Awesome. That's fabulous. Well, I know that you haven't been at NYOB forever and um, you've had a very varied career and, and it took you a bit of a pathway to get to this space. And I know that you're really passionate about this community management and productising community management. So do you want to tell people a little bit about how you got here and how you realize that this is what you're passionate about?
1: um yeah sure so um i mean honestly speaking for me like i Work for a purpose um, so any any problem that solves or like helps people to make their lives better I want to participate um so uh it, it doesn't matter that you know I do like two three multiple jobs at the same time or like volunteer with like multiple organizations to contribute my time so uh, that way like uh, um I, I was always in the community building space ever since I started my career uh, particularly helping nonprofit communities building a community of volunteers Yes, to help. Uh, But those were like. um... Um, on the ground uh, or like what we call in industry terms is like offline community building uh, where you directly work with people in real life um, however like with the changes in the technology and uh, the enablement of like the internet and the world getting connected um, and becoming a one place um, the digital market starts to boom um, and many companies and industries and businesses start to build and invest in communities online um, where they they one build their product around the community or like kind of like introduce their product to the community and then offer support to each other um, to make sure that in what ways they could explore the new product and stuff. Um, so in 2017, after moving to New Zealand, like I really wanted to contribute and make a difference in the climate change and sustainability space. Um, and of course, that was directly going to contribute to the community on a long run. Um, but then I also had an opportunity to work with building communities online um, for the space company called Quora um, and <clears throat> I being passionate about like one people and also to my native language I thought that's a good good opportunity to actually start uh, and that's where I entered into the internet uh, online sort of like community building space and once I entered that I started to discover like what other people are doing in the space and um um, community industry is one of the most helpful industries ever because everyone wants to like learn from each other, share their knowledge, um, and eventually started to grow my network. Um, and, uh, last year, like I happened to, uh, find this job at MIOB. So I've always wanted to work for a company based in Australia, New Zealand, helping, um, the, um, local communities here. So I thought that this would be a good opportunity and jumped on board. So, yeah, I- I've had like a different career transitions throughout, like, yeah. from being a chemical engineer, um, to teaching in academic institutions, to working in nonprofits, to jumping to a com- climate change and sustainability, and now in community industry. Uh, but I think that uh, mostly um, the skills that you learn throughout are like transferable, and it's just that you try to find uh, the niche of like what connects you with the role that you're doing and uh, what sort of like change that you're making one to the community and two personally to yourselves. And uh, if you see uh, a value addition in this both uh, of the um, things, then I think that you are making a significant contribution.
0: Yeah, that's really awesome. And I love the way that, that you describe that for yeah. for you personally, what was really important. So because you're not in a traditional tech role, and this podcast yeah. is all about showcasing the diversity of the roles that people have, you've probably come across a few challenges that you've needed to overcome. Can you tell us about one of those and what you've learnt and any advice yeah. that you've got for anyone else who's not in a traditional tech role? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, see, having like
1: an engineering background or like in, for that matter, in today's world, like anyone who is in any of this industry are always like, you know, connected with the um, real world through computers and Internet or- you know internet of things and technology right so um you're always like somewhere like connected to that but um i mean it, it's not necessary one thing i learned that it's not necessary that you need to know to learn to write codes or like you know know the languages um that are like you know um today there to build use softwares and tools um but there are like so many other technologies and no code tools that one could actually start to learn and connect um and then uh, uh, you, you consistently seek to upgrade the knowledge and upgrade the skills that you have got right um so once you determine that what is your goal and what sort of like change that you want to make um, then I think that you yourself will put in a put on a path to get there and in this process you'll start to discover like new things and tools and technologies and you start to learn um, the only thing is that you know having that open mindset of like discovering things mm-hmm. um, and not telling you that you know you don't have that skills or like the knowledge to do this part of the job um I I again go back to my basic principles like we all were born the same like we didn't know anything when we were born like we all learned things the way we grow (laughs) Um, and and typically the community and the culture and the you know place where you grow up makes a significant difference in the thought process and the way you start to think and frame an opinion about the world but once you start to open up your mind and see the world in a very different and a broader perspective there are so many things so many people do and uh, i always put myself in the shoes of others and think that that you know if this person can do this thing like why can't i um and and all you need to do is to make that small investment of time um and um, start to learn things and also discover that whether you're finding it interesting and adding value to whatever you're doing like you know um and and, and as much as it's important to learn things it is also important to unlearn certain things uh, because those are the barriers that you create for yourself to achieve whatever you wanted to do um, so yeah I, I think that I mean it's it's pretty hard for it like anyone who has learned something for like 10 long years 20 long years to yeah. actually drop that and shift to others but I don't think it's impossible it it's it's a little harder for, you know, anyone to transition, uh, but I don't think that's like a big barrier or like big, uh, um, you know, restriction that you have uh, in today's world, given the fact that, you know, everything happens online um, and the world is moving towards like digital and it's going to become like more digital. Like, you know, 20 years ago or like, you know, when I was a child, uh, TV was the only medium of communication (laughs) for me through the world. Um, Like today I have like seven different gadgets around me (laughs) to communicate with people. Right. So things change. And uh, I think uh, it's important for us to also like change along with uh, the world and uh, pick up like uh, the new skills and uh, knowledge that uh, we could potentially gain
0: that's great advice so since you have been through these different iterations yeah. what was that moment where you went yes community building is where I want to be what 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 was it that really did it for you uh
1: see I love people okay uh I, I consider myself as someone who is interested to talk and explore and understand people um and uh if I go back and again, look at like uh, the way I started my nonprofit career, particularly building communities, I never know that I was actually building a community of volunteers when I did that. Uh, all I was wanted to do is to create a network or like, you know, create a group of people who would like come and passionately contribute towards like um you know um growing the uh, world to become a better place or like you know helping each other etc but then eventually when you put a term towards that like like it looks like interesting that you know you did something without knowing that you're doing that um and and all that all all of that because that it's that internal calling of you wanting yeah. to like work with people help people and uh, for me like community gives me that um um sort of like um The the need that I I have, um, and to satisfy that my desire of like staying connected with people and then wanting to help each other, networking, um, pointing right people to the right direction, etc. So um, why don't you actually take that and apply um that to an industry that is needing to build a community around a specific product or like specific service that they are doing? So um it is the skills and knowledge and the passion and uh, the desire that you have you take that and then put that uh, and in in collaboration with someone else trying to do something mm-hmm. and then you're trying to kind of like uh, finding a um, bridging the gap again like uh, uh yeah. you know to put it the right way uh, uh and it's a win for you and it's a win for them and it's a win for the community as well overall um so in that way it's like if you see like i have now uh, built a a group of friends across the world like you know um if i if i go to any new country i i can say that i know like some people there um who are deeply connected with the way i work and i understand them so so the the world is a beautiful place where like we have so many diverse culture group of people um who think act and do things in a different way um but the end result is the same, like everyone wants a better world, everyone wants to be happy, everyone wants to be kind and help each other. So um, community introduces that tribe to me and uh, that is something that I I think that uh, made me choose that I wanted to be in the Mm. community space.
0: If you're an IT professional or aspiring to be one, we encourage you to check us out. As New Zealand's only digital technology industry body who is focused exclusively on the people who work in this industry, we provide a range of resources, events, and networking opportunities to help you grow your career and stay up to date with the latest trends and technologies. Visit our website at itp.nz or flick us an email, info at itp.nz. Thanks, Silva. That's awesome. Well, on that note, I'm going to ask you a gnarly question. <laughs> yeah, if, sure. you could, if you could invent something to solve a really wicked problem, what problem would you want to solve?
1: Um, um, in, in, in today's world, if you see, uh, like, uh, see the digital technology actually should be enabling people. Um, and I think we still have a long way to go, uh, in, in a population of like more than 7 billion people across the globe. I don't think internet and digital technology solves problem for most of the people who definitely need that, uh, particularly in uh, um, the poorer countries, particularly people Mm. who don't have access to internet and technology. So I think that there is a lot of digital inequality uh, that is existing and perhaps like most of us are like not aware of it because like we live in our old world where we are like super connected. We, you know, try to learn from each other. Um, and, uh, and there are like several initiatives that have come up to solve like super, um, you know, difficult problems and make it easier. but somewhere down the line, um, I think the designing of most of this initiatives is more focused around people Who have access to the internet or like people Mm -hmm. who know about all of these things. So uh, I think that there is still a long way to go in bringing that sort of like human touch to digital world and also like um, reaching uh, out to um, the entire like world's population uh, and making sure that everybody has like equal access to this. So I, I, I think that that's still a bigger problem to solve and I'm pretty sure that you know with the you know, technologies that are like coming up um, and uh, the rate of growth that we are seeing today, uh, it it should be like um, super soon. Um, so I'm quite positive about that.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit about that. So what do you see happening in the technology that's coming up and how do you see these new emerging technologies kind of changing the face of the industry and solving that problem that you're describing?
1: Yeah, Um see one one thing that i think has helped uh, or like is emerging is automation um, and uh, in today's world like um, the tasks that i thought could take like much more time to do in my time like 10 years ago is happening within like nanoseconds or like in mm-hmm. microseconds right so uh, things are like getting faster um, so uh, the the way um, machine learning and automation are growing is like really one uh, like interesting and also too scary uh, because it's it's growing like too fast uh, fast than what we could actually take in um so i think that this these technologies are like going to play a big role in the future um, even in the community industry like we have like chatbots and stuff that are helping in you know jumping in and answering questions to people as if they are like a fellow human right so um yeah. so these these are something that we, we wouldn't have thought of uh, like 10 years ago um and, and and also the electrification, uh, particularly you know wanting to um, get into like electric modes of transport uh, to make sure that we have like that sort of like a sustainable future uh, that also helps us to solve the community uh, sorry uh, climate change problem. Um, that's something that I'm like um uh, you know think rooting for and also think that could solve solve like a lot of problem across the world. Um, and 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 then and the other thing is that most of these things are like also becoming open source um like we are slowly starting to move away from uh, that sort of like an intellectual property owning sort of like model to you know enabling more people to access the resources that are available which i think is like one of the primary drivers for making an equitable digital world for everyone um so uh, those are the things that i think are going to be the future so yeah
0: you live in Ototahi Christchurch, which is the perfect place for electric vehicles,
1: electric scooters, yeah. electric bikes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, Autotahe Christchurch has always been like innovative in that space. Like, uh, And I also love the local community here. Like, you know, everyone is like helpful and we know each other um, and we come each other to share uh, our, our thoughts, knowledge and problem. And um, again, like I come back and say the same thing, uh, like, you know, uh, between in the sustainability industry as well and in the community industry as well, like we don't see each other competitors like because i think mm. that model of like you know i hiding something from you has changed now that i am helping you with something that i know so that you can build on top of that and give me something better so um th- that's changing and i love Krishish for that
0: that's so cool that's so cool right i'm gonna ask you some quick fire questions now sure If you had to choose between having a robot assistant running around after you or an AI virtual assistant taking the pain out of your workload, which one would you pick and why?
1: Ah, uh, that's a great question. Um, I would have love to say that I wanted a robot assistant, but I'll go with an AI <laughs> virtual tool because I think that, you know, I want to have like more people and human connection than a robot connection. Uh, but the AI virtual tool solving my problems and doing my work, I, I would love that.
0: <laughs> Excellent. And then what's the best tech gadget you have in your life?
1: Ah... Uh... It's a pretty tough question, but I would go and say that the Apple MacBook was um, mm-hmm. one of the best tech gadgets I have had because the quickness and also the way, the longevity of the uh, machine and the way it processes things. I, I, I thoroughly love that, yeah.
0: I love the um, fingerprint scanner too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unlock mine, I'd have to yeah, say. Yeah, actually, yes. And what's the worst tech gadget that you've got or had in the past?
1: Okay, uh I'm going to get some uh, backlash for this. Maybe it's going to be an unpopular opinion. Uh I don't like iPhone. Uh you know, I oh. think that it's not a user-friendly one. Um <laughs> or, or like for particularly at least for me who don't have that much of like patience and time to invest yeah. and learn a new thing. So uh, I would go and say iPhone is the gadget that I don't like. <laughs>
0: So you're in the Apple universe, but you don't like the phone. Interesting exactly. <laughs> one. And what's your top tech tip that you give to people?
1: Uh, top tech t- tip that I think uh, would be to be uh, staying in the knowledge um, because the world is evolving so fast that you always need to be on your toes to know what's working and what's not working. Um and and I think that being open to or like being a part of these tech communities so or like you know right reading on Twitter Reddit, um, those are my you know um, pathways to understand what's the new emerging technology and stuff. So um, yeah, be on your toes, consistently look out for things that are happening, and yeah. be agile to change. Uh, and if you know if you're not, then like you're outdated.
0: So you just opened the door for my next question because you are on Twitter and Reddit. Doom scroll or shut it all down? Which one? Oh, I used you to
1: do? used to be a doom scroll, uh, but I, I, I I've now become like a shut it all person. So like at five thirty sharp, shut my laptop, go get the book and read it.
0: <laughs> Good on you, excellent. And my last question: What makes you happy? Um.
1: I'm generally a happy person. I think happiness is a decision that you make. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be happy with whatever you've got because I have actually, um, I mean, if you go back to my story, like I come from a really small town. I also come from a really poor family. So I've i have had like and seen like most of the difficult times in my life. And I've also seen like most of the beautiful times in my life. So um, I think it is accepting the state of what you are in at that time. And I think that brings happiness. Um but overall like if you ask me that what would make me like super happy is like to have like an equitable and just world uh, and make sure that everybody has access to everything and you know uh, everything happens uh, on a fair and you know equitable basis but um, overall like i think I-, I choose my happiness and i i want to be happy and i'm happy so i think it's a decision um, uh, that happiness is something that i have control on myself so
0: that is such great advice, and I know that you're out there making that happen—the the equitable world. Because of all, we didn't even get on tour of the volunteer things that you do and donate your yeah. time. So yeah. thank you. So before we go, if anyone wants to learn more about your mahi or what you do, um, how can they? What what do you want to tell them? How do they get hold of you? Websites.
1: Sure. But, um, um, see, I don't have a website, but uh, people are open. I mean, can connect to me via my LinkedIn. I, I can actually uh, share the LinkedIn profile, which you can uh, share via right. the podcast link. And I am also available on Twitter. And these are the two spaces where, like, I'm quite active on. So, if you want to connect, I can immediately connect. Um, and then I'm happy to share my email. We can set up a one-on-one call if anyone wants to talk in, you know, further detail and want to understand what I do. I'm happy to always jump on a call and talk to them.
0: And I can, can plug that Selva is always there and responsive and gives great advice. So thank you so much for your time today. That was fantastic. Really Absolutely. appreciate you having having you on the Bridging the Gap podcast.
1: Yeah, thank you, Victoria. Like, uh, I, I really appreciate that, um, uh, you know, you gave me this opportunity to come and talk about what I do with uh, the community of the listeners of the Bridging the Gap podcast. So, I'm quite sure that, you know, uh, it would have been helpful for others. And um, I'm happy to also learn from others through this.
0: Awesome. Thanks. Kakite. Yeah, kakite. Tora. Thank you for listening. Join me at the next episode of Bridging the Gap.